You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. I want to talk today about evangelism and an eternal perspective. When we think of evangelism, we often think about today, the here and now. What am I going to say? What passage am I going to take someone to? How are they going to respond? And we think about how it could change their life. Uh, We think about what it might look for them to become part of the Christian community, maybe come to our church. uh, Or we think of a number of good things, but they're all things based on life now. Evangelism has eternal effects. Evangelism matters for eternity. You could sum it up in a sentence by saying, heaven and hell are real. So when we think about evangelism, I want to just for a few moments draw you to an eternal perspective. Jesus warned people about hell, and he encouraged people about heaven. Ten billion years from now, people will either be suffering or thriving based on what they've done in this life with Jesus Christ. We sometimes lose an eternal perspective, and we operate as if the next couple of years are really all that matters. I recently became aware of the death of a person who has rejected Christ. If this person could speak right now, they would tell the people that they love to repent of their sin, to trust in Christ Jesus as Lord. Now, that's quite a claim. How do I know that this person who died without Christ would be saying this type of thing to their loved ones that they have left behind? Well, the reason I know this is because Jesus taught this. Jesus taught about the regret of a person in hell, the torment of a person in hell, the, the wishing that you could go back and live life over or, or warn others from a person in hell. I'm going to read this account about the rich man and Lazarus. It's found in Luke chapter 16, starting in verse 19. And we're going to see that this is what people who die apart from Christ experience. This is what our Lord taught us. I was recently reminded of what McShane said regarding what must be true when we speak of hell. We should always speak of hell with a tear in our eye. We read Luke 16 and think about those that we've lost, not with some gotcha attitude or some angry attitude, but really with with a sad uh, demeanor, with a sad um, inward turmoil. Talking about these things isn't fun, but talking about these things are important because our Lord graciously gave us passages like Luke 16 to get our focus on what is true after death. We don't happily talk about a person's punishment in hell. We talk about it in a sobering way, a loving way, a pleading way. Jesus was gracious to warn us about the torments of hell. This must be thought about as we live in this world and seek to bring the gospel to the lost. Thomas Hobbes said this, Hell is truth seen too late. Everyone comes to an understanding of the truth. Everyone comes to an understanding of who Christ actually is and the fact that he actually is right. He actually is Savior. He actually is the only Lord. He's the only one. Hell is simply truth understood or seen too late. So let's make sure that when we're proclaiming the gospel, we're thinking with an eternal perspective on hell. And in a moment, I'll talk about heaven. But listen to this passage. There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, 
covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides this, between us and you a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses, and they have the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. Jesus is warning about the eternal suffering in hell and the regret that hell brings. And while our Lord taught about the reality of hell, the scriptures are full of positive motivations for someone to follow Christ as well. Jesus, in the Upper Room Discourse, and specifically in his high priestly prayer, spoke about the relationship that we would have one day with him in his presence. On the cross, Jesus told the thief that had previously mocked him, but who had evidently repented, that he, the thief, would be with Jesus that very day in paradise. Consider those words. Consider those words in the setting in which they were spoken. The Son of God on the cross, dying for sinners. While suffering, he reconciles himself to a rebel. He encourages this rebel with his eternal and joyful presence. He says, you, the wicked thief, will today be with me. No purgatory, no waiting. You today will be with me, with Jesus, the uncreated one, the creator, the savior of the world. You, the rebel who is just mocking me, will be with me forever in paradise. And it starts today in paradise, an environment of complete joy. What a promise this is. What a wonderful reality heaven will be. So when we evangelize, consider the eternity of hell. Consider the eternity of heaven. Why should we preach the gospel to the lost? Because heaven and hell are real. So as you seek to give your life to Christ today, be motivated by eternal realities. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.